Right. Hello, everyone listening to this podcast. Your ears have just been assaulted by um, our theme tune. And now we're here. We're here in our rooms in quarantine, which is ending soon. It's ending actually tomorrow. We can record the uh, podcast in the studio again next week. So, ladies and gentlemen, this will be the final quarantine episode. How do you think about that, Will, to start us off? Oh, that is, that is pretty good. That's some good tomorrow, riveting stuff. From tomorrow, we can record because you can be inside of other people's houses as long as you're a metre away or a metre plus, as Boris Johnson calls it, which is the most vague value ever. What's a metre plus? Any, no anything idea. above a metre? Yeah, but why wouldn't you just say a metre? That's not, that doesn't because mean anything. he means everything above a metre. I thought it was quite self-explanatory, really. A metre plus. Why don't you just say... Um, we Obviously, you know you can be further... There's no law saying you can't be further away than a metre. Of course you can be further away than a metre. A metre, a load of rubbish. Either way, next week we're going to be back and Will's finally going to have better mic quality because we're going to be back... Uh, on the on the, we're going to be busting out the old MXL mics. We're going to be, we're going to be living la vida loca. We're going to be chatting some nonsense. We are. We're going to be spilling some bars. We're going to be shooting some Jews. Not that. Yeah, forget that. Forget I said that. We're going to be living, living the high life in in rooms. Uh, forever alongside the boys in rooms on jumpers and bikes from schools. That's a reference to a poem. Um, so that's going to be exciting. Lockdowns essentially over now indeed how has it been how has how how have we been dealing with it it's been a hundred and well, how many days has it been it's been 113 days 102 isn't it no because it was 110 a couple days ago but i can't remember how many days ago it was 110 <laughs> yeah it was only 100 yeah it's a very long time and we're getting to the end of it uh some may say hallelujah and for all the introverts out there, uh, sorry, but you're going to be going back to your sad, depressed lives again. You might as well call up your therapist now and arrange regular appointments because you, my friend, are going to be slightly more suicidal than you were before. Uh, sorry to anyone who's an introvert listening was about to kill themselves. These words really aren't encouraging you not to kill yourself. Please don't kill yourself because then that would be on our conscience. Not because we don't want you to kill yourself. I'm sure you're probably not the greatest help to humanity and I'm sure everyone would be fine without you. You won't really notice. But we'd have it on our conscience that someone died. So, yeah, don't kill yourself for our benefit, not yours. It's 105 days today. No, it's not. No, it, yeah. no, no it's not. So, there it is. No, it's not. It was there it is. Lockdown today. started uh, March 20th, didn't it? No. I don't think it was March 13th, wasn't it? Was it? I'm pretty sure it was. Or if it's March 13th, it'll be 112. I thought it was 20th. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was... I'm pretty sure it was, yeah, 100... Uh, I'm pretty sure it was on March. Because, remember, for us, we had the lock... A lot of places stayed open a week longer. But the actual lockdown started on that, mon on that Monday, didn't it? After we finished from school. Oh, well, wait, no. It, it was March... March twenty third, apparently, lockdown started. When, oh yeah, that was that was the Friday when businesses shut down. I think yeah, that that was that was full lockdown though. So yeah, March. So it would have been so what one hundred and what did I say one one hundred and two? Yeah, one hundred and two. Exactly what I said. No, thank you, Charlie. No, no you are wrong. 
No, because lockdown was lockdown was announced on yeah, March, but full lockdown. March the was no because since the full lockdown. Well, we've been on lockdown from March the sixteenth. Well, no, that's when school closed. March no, the tw- school closed on the fifth. Uh, school closed on March twentieth. The... March twentieth. Yeah, well, which the... and then lockdown was March twenty third. Twenty third. I live, well, I live, I do a podcast with an absolute amateur. I was, I I blame BBC News for these false statistics. Blame all you want. You have been shut down. I'm veering the blame (laughs) onto BBC News videos of the day. Thanks, BBC News videos of the day. The absolute shites. Um... Interestingly, on the subject of BBC News, how much work this is? This is a pre- I'm prefacing this. How much work have you been doing in preparation for your A levels? How much work have you been set by the subject leaders? Well, I have been set literally no work whatsoever, but I had to carry on studying until June the twelfth. For that is what parents made me do for three uh, hours, as I've talked about previously on the podcast. So, other than that stuff, um, I haven't done much. I've I've done the little, like tiny amounts of work that I got sent through. Honestly, the teachers aren't saying anything. Yeah, because our our head of sick form told us that teachers have been saying a lot of work, and I was very confused. I was like, "Have we not? Is, is what's been going on? Have I not been getting the work or what?" We've actually been receiving politics. no work. I've been getting stuff for government and politics, which that that was what I was about to move on to. Government and politics. One of our sort of bits was to watch news. So last night I sat up and I to watch, I watched BBC News and made a bunch of notes on it, and then watched News Night as well and made a bunch of notes on it. It was dead boring because they were talking about nothing interesting. Except Does, for the doesn't arrest, surprise me. Except for the arrest of that one woman who helped Jeffrey Epstein. That was kind of interesting, but that's slightly boring. So yeah, BBC News, we blame you for all that's wrong in the world. It's your fault. Um, get in the bin. Get out. Uh, the taxpayers are defunding you, and you're all gonna lose your jobs. Huzzah! That I single-handedly just killed BBC News in one fail swoop. I know, but at the same time, BBC killed you because you said a false statistic. BBC News said a false statistic, which I you believed. Reiterated. <laughs> when, when they, when they, I, I take it, I take it upon the BBC with their, their commitment to the journalist code to prov- to provide accurate and fair information, that they will provide me with the correct statistics. But nay, nay, say BBC News. Nay, we provide you with shoddy statistics, not thoroughly researched. Nay, I say. Nay, nay, nay. Thank you. Thank you very much. No problem. I, t- I take a bow uh, because of the... Well, um, I guess I think the first restriction did come on the 13th. But that wasn't really lockdown. I think I'm it was just the first restriction. Was, yeah, was that lockdown, was, lockdown was 23rd. Lockdown! So it's been a whirlwind. It's been an emotional roller coaster for some. It's been a Indeed. ride we've done. How many episodes have we done in lockdown? Must have done a fair few. I have no clue. I'll tell you how many we've done. 
This would be interesting, wouldn't it? Truly. Uh, dun, 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 dun. We have done. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, well, thirteen. 13. Every episode since the room, isn't it? Yeah, 15 episodes in total because we had Shabby Roll on, which was slightly out of date. But our last one was the room one back on the 21st of March. That was. That was ages ago, wasn't it? It was. That was bleeding yonks ago. And we were supposed to be going to see the room. <coughs> oh, it makes me laugh every time. The room in cinemas in September. But alas, it was rescheduled due to Tommy Wiseau having fears for his health. So we should be doing that in February, and we'll let you know how amazing it is, won't we, Will? I'm sure Will is looking forward to that as much as we are. I absolutely hated watching that film for the podcast. I'm sure I'll hate it even more. I think you're going to enjoy it more because you've got a load of people who love it in a room shouting out how much they love it. And that... It's a sad life. No, it's the true way to experience... The masterpiece, the the revolutionary piece of entertainment, the so bad it's good movie, The Room. And you'll get to see on the big screen the trailer for the new Tommy Wiseau film, Big Shark. Which sounds even worse than The Room. Guess what it's about? Is it about a big shark? Yes. Oh, that's going to be fun, isn't it? Oh, we're we're definitely going to see Big Shark. (laughs) Believe you me. Big Shark is on the list. We've also got several films on the list from when we can start watching films together again. Uh, I've got several films that you might hate more than The Room. Wow. That is... I'm very excited. It's quite to, a feat. To brace your sort of psyche with the worst things you will have ever seen. And God, you're going to hate it. Thank you. But I will love every minute of it. So be on the lookout for that when it comes into your inbox. Bloody uh, wind. Bloody wind. Oh, that's a, a phrase for the grandmas out there who can't control their flatulence. Shout out grandmas. Who can't control their flatulence. Yeah, hashtag gam gam. Who started calling grandmas gam gam? That's ridiculous. I, I have never heard that before in my life. I think it's more so of a... In my, in my mind, in my mind, that's you who started calling them gam gams. Please, please don't believe that to me. I'm pretty sure it's an American term. That wouldn't surprise me. Oh, it's, it's also... pretty also primordial. Name. Yeah, it's also, a, also had a name for a blowjob. So, uh... Thank you. That's nice. Uh, I'm going to try and work out the where the origins of it come from. Uh, uh, gammy, gamma, or gams, gram or grams, grammar, grammy or grammy, grandma or grandma, grandmama, grandmum, grandmother. So, uh, gam gam, uh, popularized by the film Horrible Bosses, uh, about horrible bosses. Um, so, gam gam, that's wow. it. <laughs> I like self-explanatory films. It's all fun and games, isn't it? Until um, until you watch Minions Two: The Rise of Gru out July fourth, two thousand and twenty-one. Hell yeah! A year tomorrow, today, yeah, d- tomorrow. A year tomorrow. Three years tomorrow. Five days till we can witness the pure, the joy, the joy, the thrill, the that. 
absolute, the absolute spill. The rate, the spill, the radiance, the acquiescence, the divine glow of the benevolent, the benevolent transcendental form of cinema that is Minions Two: Rise of Gru, will be bestowed upon our eyes in a comfy cinema screen where we shall indulge in the delights of Steve Carell and his little yellow friend. No, I do not mean he keeps Chinese people as slaves. Minions 2. <coughs> but if he did, I will happily watch that film as well. I'm pretty sure that's just every sweatshop ever. It probably oh, is. It's made you feel guilty about buying clothes, didn't I? Oh, you you it. really didn't. Well, the clothes <laughs> that were, that you're wearing right now were made for you by the poor, broken, bleeding, blistered hands of a small Asian child in a small cooped-up factory with no breaks, no food, working to sustain a family of twelve. Beaten well, actually, no, they're they're in day. they're in China, so it's like the one or two child policy, depending on when they were born. So I think not don't... just China, Taiwan. That they'll have. Taiwan. Family of 12 in China. Well, they might do. There's illegitimate children. Also, Taiwan, Bangladesh, sort of counts. Bangladesh, yeah. The Philippines, uh, Bangkok, all of the Asian places where your clothes have been made. And a bunch of Americans own those places. I know a, a lot of English people do, but... One Stop that is guilt what, off of yourself. No one, one that came out very recently was that twat Kylie Jenner. Oh yeah, that was fun, wasn't it? Oh, uh, I hate that entire family is just full of terrible people. They have single-handedly ruined women forever because now every woman thinks she must be to the standard of the of the plasticated Jenners. And the Kardashians. The only good person related to the Kardashians is Kanye West because he makes decent music. I've never listened to his music. It is probably oh. terrible. Don't worry. You will be listening to some shortly. Not today. Oh, you will be hearing some at some point. I have picked only his best albums. A lot of his albums are very good, but I've picked his best for you to indulge your ears upon. So, Will's reaction to Kanye West coming very soon. Keep your eyes and ears out for that. Let us know what you're feeling, what you're thinking about. Uh, Will, how have you been? Let us know. Uh, spill, spill the beans. As they spill the, I'm going to spill some beans, just like I almost did yesterday when I made myself a bowl of baked beans. And I made myself, I mean, decant some beans in, from a tin into a bowl. <laughs> That was a life-changing experience. Thing you've ever said. That was beans in a bowl. You put some oh, yeah. beans in a bowl and made them warm. Actually, no. I eat them cold. Eat them. What? Just, just as they are. You, are you, you lying? Need, no. You don't need them. You, you don't need you them don't hot. Have, you, you can yeah, have you them hot, but that's that's just more effort, really. Just no, it's not. You're cold. an absolute Nazi. You're, <laughs> you're worse than Adolf Hitler. You are seriously. Single-handedly, the most tyrannous person I've ever met in my entire life. Cur a curse I put upon you. A curse for all the ages. I don't even like beans. And I know you're not supposed to have them cold. You're stain on humanity. But other than that, I'm good, thanks. 
I still can't get over that. I still can't. Well, I have cold beans. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Cold beans oh, is really? an insult. Cold it's beans, not. it's an insult. It's used as an insult. You know that, right? You're basically, you're the worst person. Oh, what? So ever... I can go around calling someone a cold bean and that is an insult? Yeah. God, that's <laughs> an insult. I promise you. That's ridiculous. Oh, that's lovely. Man, love cold worst. beans. They're lovely. The only appropriate cold beans are runner beans. I sometimes beans. have them hot. It depends on what I eat first. Oh, on, my on a roast, I very rarely have eat runner beans first. Like really, very rarely. When they're like just come out of their whether you're steaming them or cooking them or boiling them or whatever, whenever they've just come out, they're at their most crunchy and their most prime. So I like to invest um, in a little bit of a snack. No, I know. I know. I normally have them cold. It's most of the time I have them cold. I think. One time I ate them first, but it was only because my plate was overflowing. God, you're a pure Nazi. Indeed, I, I am. I can't believe Seriously, the amount oh. of people that have just tuned out. Because I eat cold beans. Because you eat cold beans. You're... No, there, there'll be one listener who's like, what a chap. He eats cold beans as well. I know, I know I'm not crazy. I promise you, I promise you not. I seriously can guarantee you with every single um, cell in my body that you, quite frankly, are the worst person ever to exist. And I <laughs> Thank sh- you. I mean, I you'd sh- probably sh- be right. You'd probably be right. But hey-ho, I can live in hope. Well, you eat cold beans. You have, you have no standing here. You have no moral high ground you absolutely. You said you don't even eat ain't. beans. Yeah, earlier. because beans they suck. They're, well, the worst. they're lovely, especially cold beans. You should try some cold beans. If you don't like beans, try some cold beans. You love beans. I don't beans. like cold beans. I've <laughs> tried both. Someone tried to get me to try cold beans once. It's the worst thing I've ever what tasted. Trap. What an absolute trap! No. Yeah. What if I just told you that he raped me afterwards? He didn't. But what if he did? Would you still say he was a chap? No, it'd be a lot less of a chap. But still, <laughs> by that I mean not one at all, because that's just wrong. But <laughs> cold beans, you should try cold beans. You can forget no. about him. You can get, forget about him. Take it from me. Have cold beans. Never take anything from Will because it will probably have AIDS. Um, never accept anything. No, gives. no. I I went on a cleanse. How did your cleanse go? Is it cleansing? Um. Yes, I just. Slapped a bunch of first on everything, and now it's first aid. Ah, God, I hate you. That was a thing. That was that wasn't even a joke. That was more of a disappointment. That was, but it is true. I did write first on stuff. For that, you know what? I can I can condemn that, but not with the matter that I can condemn you having cold beans. Cold beans are lovely. You piece of shite. God, you're a vile human being. You're a it's like, like the story Cold Beans and Ham. Don't, Sam, don't Sam I am, into this. Before don't he did not like Cold this. Beans and Ham, but in the end he realised he did like Cold Beans and Ham. And that is the what story of Sam I am. Huh? What in the hell made him change his mind? Uh, Dr. Swace, or Seuss. I know Swiss you like you like Swiss, so I said Swiss to appease you. 
but Seuss. I'll say Seuss. It's so because you should. Is the correct it, way to pronounce his name is Swiss because he was Swedish. So you've got to stick to yeah, the Swiss. You no. Know. Have you have you heard Doctor Seuss say I am Doctor Seuss, and not I am Doctor Swiss? <clears throat> yes, he has said Swiss because he is his favorite film star. Is uh, do you know who his favorite film star is? Um, Ian McKellen. No, Patrick Swayze. Good on bum bum. Silence from the crowd. Silence from the crowd. <laughs> I, it's not. It's not worthy of a boo, but it's not even worthy of a, a reaction. <laughs> We've become um, accustomed to that now. Indeed. Silence from the crowd. We love good old silence from the crowd. Love a bit of silence, I do. Indeed. God Christ. So, um. So it, it's an important thing to discuss at this time, isn't it? What, cold um, beans or something new? Something completely different. Okay. Do you know what I've been glad about? Glad? Yeah, do you know what I'm glad about? Um, I have no clue. That the Southampton Boat Show is not going ahead. Oh, has it been cancelled? Yes, I looked on their website. Oh, that's a shame. Is it, though, is it really a shame... Or is it a blast? The Southampton boat show. I no, have, you don't. No, I have don't. a lot of um, grievances um, with occurrences at the Southampton boat show, but Such it leads for a nice, funny. It leads for nice, funny situations. Like um, how do I sit? What one? Okay, there was a time coming back from the Southampton boat show. I said to my dad, "No, no, no! I do not need a toilet, so I will not be going." So my brothers and my dad went to the toilet and I stayed. And um, on the journey home, which is a long journey home uh, from Southampton, oh, I needed the toilet and I needed it so bad. Honestly, it was the longest journey home ever. Thankfully, we managed to stop by at some services and I, I looked like I was constipated. This was how much I needed to take a wee. And um, I just ran through a Starbucks. I had a bunch of people looking at me. Straight into the toilet. Probably came out about ten minutes later. I was I was weeing for ages, but it felt really satisfying. Now that is so, sad. That's plus. There was also a time I had my first canned drink at the Southampton Ooh. Boat Show, which was canned water, <laughs> <laughs> which is um, really sad when you think about it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I I had no clue how to drink out of a can. It took me it's ages to drink hard. it. It took me ages to drink drink what it. What's so hard about drinking out of a can for you? It was just it's oh, it just oh, it was ridiculously easy. I didn't like it. I, I hated it. It was like it was like pouring a tap, like letting a tap run down my open mouth because I I just couldn't do anything. Not quite. Yeah. No cans can drinks. I do. I do. Did not approve. I did not. Not approve of it at all. Well, cans are the future to uh, eliminate single-use plastic, so get used to it. They are, but actually, um, they you, you can bit. shape you can shape a can in such a way that it's in the shape of a bottle. Yeah, but the idea. So at least you get like a good good drinking bit from you're it. The, you're getting the same amount of thing inside of it. You're just not, it's not the same shape, but cans are notoriously easy to drink from. 
Uh, I really struggled. Bloody cans. Well, that's and if anyone has ever shared my pain, I salute you. No one has ever shared that pain. I promise you that. Do you oh. not have cans in your house that you have practiced on? No. No cans whatsoever. No. That's depressing. the only cans I have ever opened are tomato soup and Heinz baked beans. Well, I'm glad you're not drinking out of those. <laughs> no, but they would be easier to drink from than that can of water. Yeah, because they've. Oh, seriously, Will, you're an idiot. Well, at least in the way that those cans open, I can kind of have some sort of. It's got like the shape of glass to it, so it's, it's, it would be easy to drink from. That can, however, had a pathetic excuse for a hole to drink from. Oh. How, it's the same size as a standard bottleneck hole in reality. How yeah, but it's, it's, not, it's not on a bottle, is it? And it's like, oh, no. Nah. I did not approve of it. From now I on, was... whenever, whenever I buy you any beverage whatsoever, or you, ha you drink any beverage in this house, it's going to be from a can. I can attest to that. I will commit to it until you Please are don't. the most comfortable can drinker in all of the Northern Hemisphere. And that will be a commitment to a candom. I'm I good, thanks. I'm not going to go over that. Also, I have an update which you might be pleased about. Ooh, update. The Southampton Boat Show is now actually going ahead. Huzzah! <laughs> You're probably not going to bother to go to it. What an update. Because it will be once you've started A-level, won't it? So what's the point? Uh, Dad will find a point. We'll find a point to go to the Southampton... Oh, <laughs> the, the, I was going to get taken out of school to go to the Southampton boat show. I was going to miss a Monday last year. But, like, Dad, the person in my house who's like, you must go to school no matter what, he was going to take me out. But then Mum talked him out of it. Like, thanks, That's Mom. the least important reason to ever take anyone out of school. A doctor's appointment? Yes. A family emergency? Yes. Something that will actually benefit your life, like an audition for something or whatever? Yes. Southampton Boat Show? No. It's a Southampton Boat Show. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's great. Little, we need that as a sample <laughs> in something. <laughs> Seriously, uh, that's depressing. Your dad should be fired from his job for promoting... Oh, look, there's the 2019 show highlights. I might be in one of these photos. The and show, by that, I mean, no I hope they've taken a picture of a pontoon and I am on said pontoon. The, uh, listeners, I advise you to never check out the website of the Southampton Boat Show. It's the most depressing place you'll ever be. Also, there are no highlights of it because nothing is a highlight unless you were actually there. Because it's so so much of a minusculely interesting event that the only joy you could possibly derive from it was the atmosphere when you were there with people you wished to be there with. Whereas looking at photos of an event which is absolutely the most decrepit, boring thing you can think I'm, of, I'm, I'm, I'm looking depressing as hell. I'm looking through these highlights. I don't remember most of them. I didn't even know they were there. Exactly, because there are no but, highlights to boat shows. No, I am looking... Look, of all society. I will email your dad's employer and tell him, nay, ooh. nay, he must be fired for negligence. Bavaria.
because seriously, that's a negligent uh-huh. attitude to have towards boat towards humanity. That the boat show is the most important thing ever, which it's I can pretty low compared to Sandwich. Sorry, I was just sorry. I was just looking at the tide heights at Southampton. Chatting nonsense about the tide height. What? Why is that recorded information that's publicly available so easily? You always need to know the tide heights. It's like the I most important. Won. The most important information about boating, you need to know the tide not, heights. Not, not necessarily to the public, maybe to, I don't know, uh, the people who need to actually work out what the tide heights are. But to anyone else whatsoever, it's the most unimportant information I've ever heard of. It, it potentially tide. is. It, and why is it so readily yeah. available? That's just because, the resources, that is. Well, both boaters need to know the tide heights. If they don't know the tide heights, they're um, um, gonna be in for a nasty surprise when they find themselves caught on a rock that is right below their berth. All the boating knowledge that you ever need. We should just turn this into a boating podcast. Tell <laughs> you what, more people enjoy the it most more. unqualified people to talk about boats. Talk about boats. Should we create a boating podcast just for, <laughs> just for annoyance sake? Because I reckon I could commit to that more than I've committed to anything in my entire life. More than I've committed to um, family or friends or work, I could commit to a boat-based podcast religiously and just spout the most uninteresting, uninspired, unfact-checked boat knowledge ever and see how many boat people can, can you Can you recite some unfact-checked knowledge about boating now for our audience? You know, I can actually. 97% of boats were actually made by the hands of Mahatma Gandhi because in his famous speech on the Sermon on the Mount, he was talking to the crowd, he opened up the Bible of Gandhi and he said... All boats must be made by me. Boats not made by me will be sanctioned with a 25% interest rate across all continents, depending on where you're traveling and depending on the import and export tariffs of the area and the fishing rights of the village. Uh, so that's an interesting fact, actually, about uh, boats in Gandhi. Uh, Richard Nixon, uh, the president, once appeared on a boat. Uh, he was once on a boat. Uh, not a lot of people know that. Uh, it's another one. Seven uh, percent of people have seen a boat in their lifetimes. I know you'd think it'd be much, much less with all of the boats out there. You'd think maybe one percent of people, because there's an even distribution of share of boats per people, because there's actually seven boats to every one person in the United Kingdom, and that's why there are so little boats. Surprisingly so accurate that was. Three, um, three boat facts, especially uh, that Mahatma yeah. Gandhi one. Yeah, well, have you got an interest in boat facts for the audience? Um, very very uh, fact-checked boat facts. Um, gosh. Um, oh, if you ever... Um, well, ratchet straps um, are probably the best thing you could possibly use if you want to transport uh, some cargo, especially if it has to be in your bathing platform. Uh, ratchet straps can take up to, like, so much pressure, and they can like up to ten thousand pounds of weight. They can support in. They are absolutely incredible. If you want to open a ratchet strap, though, make sure well, like re- to release tension. Open it all the way. Otherwise, you'll struggle immensely. Now, on the yeah. subject of uh, ratchet straps, if you look into the the um 
of the boating world, you know about OB strips. You'll know about OB strips if you're an avid boater. And OB strips are actually what's used on a boat. Uh, they're actually a key part of boating. Uh, so the OB strips go just underneath the boat, and that's where they stay. And that is actually what helps them to float. Uh, if you didn't know that already, that's that's what an OB strip is. And um, if you know about boats, you obviously will know about anchors. Anchors are small tubs of margarine that you keep on the boat to stop it rocking from one side to another, just to level it out and make sure everything's fine. Uh, so that's what anchors are. And uh, if you don't know what sails are, sails are um, African-American singers that stand on the back of the boat and sing love songs to you whilst you paddle downstream. That's what sails are. Oh, and if you didn't know about steering wheels, uh, that's a 1970s band which comes with every boat. Uh, you get a free CD of um, steering wheel, uh, the great hits of steering wheel uh, in your boat whenever you buy it. Also, uh, boats do have four wheels, but the EU is changing that to uh, six wheels just to make sure everything is regulated and they can drive over 12 people at a time because with four wheels, you can only drive over about seven people before it starts to kind of get a bit sticky. But with the six wheels addition from the EU regulations, you'll be able to drive over 12 people at a time without any blood spatters anywhere. It should be absolutely fine because they'll be shock absorbent as well, which is where the OB strips come in, absorbing the shock of the screams that come from when you're driving your boat over those people and mashing their faces in. Thank you. Yeah, that was, that was, that was very, very good indeed. You, you are very, very boating. impressive with your boating knowledge. Though it must be yeah. said that um, near the start of lockdown, um, well, I say near the start of lockdown, my dad ordered a new steering wheel for the boat, and it came during lockdown, and the package was from Wuhan. Was Needless it Wuhan to say, Wuhan? yeah, yeah, Wuhan, China is what it said. Um, we didn't touch that package for a week, <laughs> and then we That's... brought it to the boat. <laughs> and what did it look like on the well, boat? Well, when lockdown allowed us to, we brought it to the boat. Then just didn't account for the gap in time. So what were you saying? How did the steering wheel look on the boat? It looks very nice. Yes. For people who it's... don't know what the, uh, the steering wheel is on the boat, it's the big piece of fabric that sticks up in the air that helps it to turn direction. Uh, it can you already said what a steering wheel was. It was a free band that comes with every boat. No, that's a steering wheels. This is a steering wheel. Uh, it's two I see. very different things. One of them is inspired by the other. You can obviously guess which. Okay. The steering yeah. wheel is a big bit of yeah. fabric that sticks up in the air, helps you turn direction. It can sometimes have a skull and crossbones on it to represent that the boat actually itself is corrosive and can cause death. Or it can have a picture of Sigourney Weaver on it to tell you that this boat is actually a fan of Avatar. Uh, that's what a steering wheel is. Those are the only two varieties, uh, corrosive boat or Sigourney Weaver-based boating knowledge. Uh, boat facts, boat facts. Hmm. Well, you, you learn something new every day. Yeah, that, that is actually the slogan of, of Boats Incorporated. That, that's interesting, that is. Uh, if you want to find more about Boats Incorporated, uh, please go to www.boatsincorporated.com.uk forward slash .gov.edu at gmail.com and you'll find more. It's really interesting, actually. So close. It's boatsinc.com. Ah, yes. <laughs> Uh, Boats Incorporated is an award-winning boat dealership and marina located in Niantic CT, which is also um, the company that created Pokemon Go. Oh. oh, yes. Niantic. You know, that game that faded. 
and saw my biggest popularity increase that I've ever seen in my life because I was the only one who knew Pokemon. But oddly enough, my phone couldn't, at the time, couldn't actually download Pokemon Go. So I was pretty useless. But I told people what was good, what was not good, and a bunch of main series game crud, which was of no no help to Pokemon Go. But hey, no, people actually seeked my help. Seeked, sought. Ooh. Sought Ooh. your help. Oh, so seeked. if you're interested... Why did I say seeked? Oh no, it's because my friend said that. I don't know. Yeah, it is. I am. I'm seeked, which means um, an ex seek. You were previously a seek. Uh, now you have been. Found now I am the Buddha. And you are the seeker. <laughs> you have sat under the tree and become enlightened. So, if anyone here is actually interested in boats, Inc., uh, you can go to Niantic, uh, Connecticut, which is actually um, it's a village in Connecticut. Uh, population was, was roughly around 3,114 people around the time of the 2010 census. Uh, if you're looking for places to eat there, you can eat a Skipper's Restaurant. That's a nice place there. Family Pizza's Restaurant, Dad's Restaurant of Niantic. Or you can stay at the Inn at Hotel Mill Marina, the Niantic Inn, or the Morton Hotel, Nelms Hotel. Uh, if you're interested in a Boats Inc. for specific company, which is actually uh, owned by Prince Charles. Uh, for all that didn't know, and Prince Charles is actually the nickname for the uh, rapper Snoop Doggy Dog. To let you know, anyone who's a big fan of boats, you'll know about Snoop Doggy Dog uh, because he is the thing that is used to turn the boat left and right once you're in the river. Uh, so those have been your, our your, your, your boating knowledge is truly unsurpassed. I had no clue you had such a flair for this stuff. Yeah, do you know, boats actually used to be called grandmas uh, before they changed the name uh, because old women were complaining that uh, the name boats didn't suit them very well. Uh, so they gave it a quick swap, uh, give it the quick uh, old switcheroo. So uh, I was, uh, so if you ever want to ride your grandma in a particularly wet circumstance, uh, be my guest. And go to the River Crouch. Go to the River Crouch, which is uh, located where? Pray tell. Um, next to the River Crouch Bank. Ah, everyone's favourite bank. You can withdraw £50 notes, £100 notes, and 2p coins. Indeed, which are very useful when you go down the Crouch and go, um, then head to the boards, the Thames, and go down the Thames until you reach South End, and then you can uh, crash into the pier to knock it down, because, quite frankly, it looks like not very nice. And then go to the arcades, go to like New York or Electric Avenue and spend your two peas. Rock down to Electric Avenue. There's an there's a there's an arcade in South End if you go far enough down it. It's got track and field there, which is a oh, arcade right. classic from the nineteen eighties. I never knew they had track and field. I know. It's it's it was pretty good. My dad was incredible at it. But saying that he did play it when he was young, he, re he retained a lot of his prowess. I will say that. That's sad. That is. But, but also, hey, it's 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 very fun. If you want to mash two buttons to become an athlete, play track and field. Mash two buttons to become uh, an athlete. Yes. Mash two buttons to become an athlete on the low budgets. So I think we've got a podcast. Because we actually are an interactive podcast, so send us a small vial of your blood, and we will send you a limited edition poster for the new Green Day album. 
for all that are interested. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, today, well, today, the day you'll be hearing this, if you're hearing it on the day it comes out, will be uh, Saturday the 4th of July. Woo! Independence Day. I just... Boo! Boo! Uh, America sucks. Yeah, bring back King George III. Bring back colonialism, I say. Nah, just King George III. Leave me, if King George III came like 300 years earlier, I'd hate to be that guy who had to escort him to the toilet and be in the toilet with him. Even though I doubt what toilets were invented by then. Probably not. Maybe. I hope Ooh. so. I swear there was a horrible histories with a toilet and some guy wore it as a hat. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was a thing. Yeah. Oh, that was the more a great you know. Story. Yeah, horrible histories. Had what was her name? Sarah Hadland? She played like Tilly in Miranda. Yeah. I remember Sarah Hyman or something like that. I thought it was Hadland. Hadland, I one of ones. She was she was she was all, all the fun of the fair. That was a great show, wasn't it? What, Miranda or Horrible Histories? Horrible Histories. Oh, horrible Histories. <laughs> that actually won Best Comedy Show three years in a row at the BAFTAs. Not even Best Kids Comedy Show, just Best Comedy Show. Because it was wicked, yeah? It's pretty good. She, Sarah Hadland was in Bob the Builder. Oh my god, what have they done to you? And she was in Fire Man Sam. In what have they done to Bob the Builder? Everyone was in that Bob the Builder movie, weren't they? He looks so much in the TV show. No, two thousand. No, it's like Bob the Builder. It says two thousand and fifteen to two thousand eighteen. Bob looks like a person. He's not supposed to look like a person. He's supposed to be, you know, Bob. Not that. Yeah, they changed it. They definitely changed it. Boo! 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 Stacey Solomon. Indeed. Obligatory Stacey Solomon reference of the episode, which, as we all know, is the most important. Uh, Stacey Solomon is, is is the most important actress of our generation. That is depressing. She was I... in a film called Professor Layton and the Eternal Beaver. Never make a film about a game, but apparently ninety eight percent of Google users liked her. So maybe can you should make film films out of games. Huh. Can we watch Professor Layton and the Eternal Diva? Apparently, it, it, according to Google users, it's actually a really good film. Oh, it's by um, Masukuzu Hatashimo. Hashimoto. Hashimoto. Yeah, Hashimoto. Sorry. Pronunciation has gone awry. It's based on the Professor Layton game. Uh, that was fun, wasn't it? That was a fun game. I never played the Professor Layton games, but my brother did, and he enjoyed them. Miracle Mask was pretty good. All the fun of the fair. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one and all, um, it's come to that time in the podcast where we have to ask ourselves, what is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Hurt me. Don't, don't hurt, hurt me. me. No, no more. more. Ah, yes. Dun 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 dun. Say that 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 is that is music. I was gonna say Michael music ninety eight. Ninety eight or not not nineteen ninety eight. Da da dun da dun bum ba dun. Thank you. 
So, um, name will will name 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 a thing on the Wickford High Street. Go, Prezzo. Thank you, because I've I've just invented a game. And what is that game? The game is we're going to look at the reviews for things on the high street. Dun-dun-dun. So we're gonna should we sort it by the lowest rating first? Yeah, sure. So um, Varun KV uh gives it one star. Um, food. He said. He said food. Thank that, you. KV. That is so helpful. <laughs> oh, we've got a review from Linda Bark, who gave it one star. Never been in there. <laughs> Why do people do that? Honestly, Jesus Christ. If you've never been there, don't bloody review it. Thanks, Linda Bark. Never been helpful. Oh, John Patterson, local guide, says, uh, book to table, wouldn't recommend it to my worst enemy. Is that the table or the restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Def- definitely the table. <laughs> I imagine the restaurant was really good, but the table was <laughs> The table. Oh. I wouldn't work around that to my worst enemy. <laughs> We go for the highest rated one. Yeah, sure. Five stars. Could have done it without you. Thanks, Caleb James. <laughs> Thank you. Five stars. Could have done it without you. Can we dissect that? Is that is, does that mean anything? Five stars. Could have done it without you. Is it? I have no clue. I have no idea what that's on about. So, oh, oh, we've got a review from Her Majesty's Revenue and Customs. <laughs> this is going to be very exciting. Um, very nice restaurant. Thank you. That was so, so helpful. <laughs> that was... For people that want to go to this restaurant, we're not going to give you any actual reviews on it. We're just going to sort of casually nudge you. Ah, here's a two-star review from Denzel Newman. Really gone downhill. Previous visit, I found a sugar packet in my calzone. How did that get in there? (laughs) (laughs) How did you find a sugar packet inside of your... What a trap. He, this one is a long one. It was near the end of the meal, so I simply left. Not paying. So you found a sugar packet, and you didn't pay. Is that really a reason not to pay? You still got your food. I have no clue. What, what, a, what, a, what a twit. The review goes on. This bit's even better. Latest visit, I went again after you didn't like it the first time. Why? Went Why would you work, do that? Went with work groups, ordered calzone again after not liking it the first time. God, please say you had another sugar packet in it, please. <laughs> he says, everyone got boomerangs in theirs, filled to the middle. Everyone had boomerangs. What, is this like a full-size boomerang? I don't know. I hope it's not. <laughs> Just throw it and it comes back to you. 
Then he finishes with, um, it tasted too burnt too. I had to send it back to the kitchen, something I have never done before. Replacement was a properly filled calzone, cooked perfectly. Perfect, had three times the content of the previous one. Excellent food. I still gave it a two-star review. <laughs> he wasn't even reviewing the sugar packet one. That was a completely different ordeal. Who thinks to go to places and review it? Oh, I have no clue. Oh, someone's left a review for the sub. The same guy has left a re- Denzel Newman has left a review <laughs> for the subway uh, during lockdown. Uh, one stars. He wrote one star. Not found open. a sugar packet in my sandwich. <laughs> How did that get in there? Oh, found another boomerang. <laughs> no, but don't worry. He'll go back next time. <laughs> He's, he left this review of the subway bearing in mind two weeks ago so this was during lockdown less than impressed wasn't open tried calling nobody there yeah wonder why Denzel <laughs> and he put a photo on with all the lights turned off because obviously the lights are off because no one's in there god that is he's, he's such and an imbecile Denzel is a local guide level 6 <laughs> Ow. Quick, name another place on the Wickford High Street. Uh, WH Smiths. Do you reckon that anyone's reviewed WH Smiths in Whitford? If they have, they're already a complete legend. We've got some reviews. Laura Massa, Lauren Massa says um, five stars, never been in there, looks good books though. <laughs> <laughs> If you go further down the shop, you'll find more than just books. <laughs> She's a local guide as well. Thanks. Finley Burgess, local guide, uh, says five stars, uh, good cafe. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. Not quite. <laughs> She's reviewing the wrong place. Not quite. <laughs> Um, oh god! Oh wow! This is this is someone who really loves W. H. Smith. It's Sue Mitchell. Her um her profile photo says "Born to Die." <laughs> her profile photo says "Born to Die." Wait, no, I found no. It says "Born to Chill." No, it says "Born to Die." It says "Born to Chill." Mine says "Born to Die." I'm gonna screenshot it and send it to you. Yeah, I'm screenshotting this and I'm sending it to you. So Will's got born to chill, and I've got born to die. <laughs> That's very different things. And if you go on her page, this is I think this is pretty interesting. She's got she's done twelve thousand seven hundred and sixty reviews. Oh, see, we've got different Sue Mitchells. I've only got four hundred and twenty-three. Why born... is there another Sue Mitchell and why is one born to chill and the other born to die? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm gonna send you a screenshot of her of her contributions versus how many how many restaurants she's following. And I can tell you this, she has reviewed she has reviewed Basildon Hospital three times. <laughs> Look how many contributions that is. Jesus Christ. And for WH Schmitz, God, she really loves this WH Schmitz. Uh, I love, love, love this branch of WH Schmitz. It's the same review, but one's, one's born to chill and the other's born to die. Born, 
do you reckon she changed it after realizing it was too morbid, or now she's just got a death wish? Uh, she probably changed it because she contracted COVID nineteen. <laughs> she's just dying. She's on her deathbed, and she thought, you know what? I've <laughs> gone this far. The reviews are overwhelmingly positive for WH Smith, which is kind of disappointing if you think about it. I like people who give less than five stars but give no reasoning behind it. I wonder what kind of impeded their experience. Exactly. And how do they have so much free time that they think, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to write a review to the shop I had to go in to get my aunt's birthday. <laughs> and do you know what I hate a lot about people reviewing? When they give a, like four stars, it's more common with four stars. They give it four stars and then they don't list a single fault. <laughs> they, do, they say amazing <laughs> place, loved it very much. What? Quick name and place on the high street, go. Uh, uh, uh the card factory. Card factory with it. Please let's have some bad reviews for this. That would be great, wouldn't it? Oh, that we've will. got some low reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Caroline Ever Ever Evanit says, not very helpful staff. Nice. That's, that's not to do with the quality of the cards though, is it, Cat Catherine? Caroline. Not Catherine. Uh, Dallas Smith also doesn't like the starters. Decent selection of cards and balloons, but terrible service from the grumpy staff. And the Thank review just, just above that says, good deals for any staff. <laughs> there's, there's one, it's by um, Kira Catling. They've got a four-star review, just posted a picture of the shop. <laughs> <laughs> she likes the outside of it. <laughs> Oh, Sue Mitchell has struck again. No. Is Sue it Born Mitchell. to Chill or Born to Die? This one's Born to Chill with 423 reviews. She's Great definitely made fake accounts. Great card shop. What colour is... Is her Born to Chill one a black circle? Yeah. Okay, because yeah, my why? one's the... the um the, the Not the... Jama what was it said? The Jamaican flag. The British flag. Not the Jamaican flag. That would be weird. <laughs> It would be good if it was, though. I mean, she had the same review. Seriously, <laughs> great card shop with good prices, a very reasonable price shop. The, wheel, the, the shop is fully wheelchair accessible if you ask the staff to put a ramp up. So it's not wheelchair accessible because you have to ask to put a ramp up. That's a whole yeah. other ordeal, isn't it? Yeah, that, that's not wheelchair accessible. Surely it would be cheaper and easier for everyone if they just inbuilt a ramp into the floor where it slightly went up a bit. That's good enough, isn't it? Indeed. Brian and Tracy Scotties have given it five stars, but I'm not mentioning them because of their review. I'm mentioning it because of their profile photo. It's a really close-up picture of some child. <laughs> and I like the fact that it's obviously a married couple who have got a review account together. <laughs> oh, no. Or should we, oh, they just take photos of things and post them. Probably. Oh, my God. They have 110,000 photos. Oh my Christ. Jesus Christ. Wait. Who? Be Beryl and Beryl and Be Be I've forgotten. I've gone off me now. Oh, should we look at the. Should we look at. Oh, should we look at my reviews? Your reviews? I should be able to see. I've, I'm sure I've written some reviews because I'm a local guide level four. Oh, I have written. I've written reviews. That Denzel guy is a higher level than you, Charlie. I've I wrote a review for Bill's restaurant in uh, London. I wrote 
brilliant food, nice location, service was quick and attentive, a very nice and welcome atmosphere for all. Definitely recommend. I Maybe remember you gave it three stars. <laughs> I gave it three stars. Did you actually? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I now remember why I wrote this. I now remember why I wrote this. It's because I wanted to become a local guide. So you thought you'd completely scan this company out of a review? <laughs> I've reviewed the Poppy the Poppy Wave at Barge Pier, which was a temporary attraction, Toby Carver at Brentwood, Tate Modern, Festival Leisure, Jump Street, Chelmsford, Lake Meadows, King George Playing Field, Central Park, Sainsbury's Petrol Station, <laughs> which, I gave, <laughs> which I gave two stars for some reason. Uh, did you write a review or did you just give it two stars? Absolutely no review whatsoever. Thank you, Charlie. And is, Mason... that just a, is that just a grudge against Sainsbury's? Because during lockdown, they had some cheap fuel prices. Yeah, they did. I gave one star to Mason's Bar for absolutely no reason whatsoever. I've never been there. Oh, you're not one of them people, are you? <laughs> one of us. One of us. One of us. The kebab shops in Wickford. Name yeah, one sure. Of, should we look at... Um... I don't know the names of any kebab shops in Wickford. I don't really pay attention to them. I'm going to look for sort of the most scummy-looking one possible, the least appetising one. <laughs> I'm do... sure you'll get some bad reviews of Subway as well. That'd be quite funny. Yeah, let's do it. Should we look at USA Chicken? Yeah, sure. This is going to be a stinker, isn't it? Lowest rating. Number one. Someone wrote this whilst waiting for their food, apparently. <laughs> still, currently waiting, still currently waiting for our food an hour and 50 minutes after ordering. Uh, attempted to ask at the main desk. No answer. We, we, have, we have tried at least 15 times. Thanks. Nice. <laughs> ordered okay. early. Someone else wrote, ordered early for a tinned order. Turned up 15 <laughs> minutes late and barely warm. Also with the items missing. Not the first time. So why would you order again? Yeah, why'd you go back there? I remember one time we went to a restaurant. It was like two hours before we got served our main course. That was all we were ordering. Oh, it was that's, awful. That's, that's all. That is but for a takeaway, takeaway you can allow if it's 15 minutes because they don't really have a set time anyways do they no oh I've got this was like a restaurant we had already pre-ordered our food so they knew exactly what we want or wanted (laughs) was two hours it was like jesus bloody christ it was painful oh I've only read the first line of it, and I'm very happy. <laughs> We've got one star review. If I could post lower than a one star, I would. I'm currently shaking with anger. After an hour and a half, we followed the restaurant to see where our food was. To be told the driver was outside our house, which he clearly wasn't. I then fond up ten minutes later and was given the worst attitude I ever experienced. And now to be told it was on its way? After it finally arrived, it was freezing cold, so I fond again, only to be greeted by arguing an attitude. I asked for more food to be sent, and the guy said no, but I could get money off my next order, as I would I ever order from this place again. So here I am with freezing food, and it's 9pm. Trust me when I tell you to avoid this restaurant at all costs. One star. (laughs) It would be great if after all that he gave it, like, four stars. (laughs) 
five star review. <laughs> it's like one of those people is like one fault is one star off because I did one big fault is just four stars. <laughs> they didn't receive the food at all, but they loved <laughs> But that was the only fault, so four stars. So someone wrote, we, someone gave it one star, said, we have USA normally once a week and is normally is very good and delivery is quick. So why are you giving it one star if normally it's consistently good? <laughs> she pr- proceeds to say, tonight took <laughs> one and a half hours to get here and the food was cold. It tasted dissecting. I hate making a review like this when it is normally so good. It tasted dissecting. What? I'm pretty sure she meant to say what? disgusting. But she wrote uh, oh dissecting. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would that would make make more sense. Someone gave it a um. Someone gave it a review. Uh, friendly staff, good food. Uh, two stars. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably the opposite of what I just said. One quality is one star. <laughs> someone wrote um some, tony johnson local guide wrote i've never really had any dramas with this takeaway i only dropped a star because their burgers are always bland and not seasoned <laughs> <laughs> and the owner of the restaurant rep- replied hi tony thanks for the review no help Sweet. whatsoever <laughs> So they only replied to the good reviews, apparently. Name a place on the high street. Go. Uh, um, the Quirks. That's that's a, that's a specific one. I hope there's some bad reviews for Quirks. This is hilarious. I'm, you know, Edgelink One. Yeah. It just got um two point four thousand reviews, and overall it's one point four stars. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of salty kids. Because it's a ridiculous <laughs> app. Well, this is hilarious. There's... Anyway, carry on. Let's go to Quirks. So we've got a review from a, a woman called Carla. She says, um, contact with client could have been better. One star. Quirks responded, uh, we always appreciate a review. Many thanks, Simon Quirk. No comma after thanks. <laughs> Many thanks, Simon Quirk. Thanks, Simon. For God's sake, Simon. Simon. Name a place on the high street. Go. Um, down crud. Um, uh, um, D-Glicks. They've rebranded now, by the way. Oh, have they? Yeah, it's just called the, um, the glass, glasses shop, or whatever. The glasses shop. I don't know. What a lovely creative name. They have no reviews. <laughs> Should we have a look at the subway? Because this is either going to be amazing or awful. Lowest rating. Stock control quality has really dropped in the past month. Their supplies now seem to run quite low and a lot of options have suddenly been discontinued. Good luck getting what you originally wanted. Used to be really good. Not anymore. Disappointing. Two stars. Cheers. Sweet. Nobody's there. Um, <laughs> Anthony Healy wrote, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure, I don't know whether this was um, actually translated by Google, but the text just says, 
open in brackets, translated by Google, close brackets, tasty nom noms, open in brackets, original, close brackets, tasty nom noms. <laughs> I'm definitely checking out the reviews. <laughs> Whoa, God, these reviews are amazing. He's got some good reviews. He reviewed the, um, the Rio Cinema and wrote, there is nowhere else. <laughs> there are several cinemas quite close to there. <laughs> <laughs> he reviewed the Wickford train station. Three stars. All he wrote was, I don't drive, smiley face. <laughs> Not a review of the train station. That's a review of your ability to drive. God, this man is an idiot and I love him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this man is sad. He, he reviewed the McDonald's in Chelmsford. It's Mackie D's. Okay, food on the run. <laughs> food on the run. It grew legs and it ran away for like that's what I'm one thinking. star. <laughs> because he wrote, "It's Mackie. It's Mackie D, comma S. Okay, comma S. Food on the run." <laughs> <laughs> It's like um the Who band on the run. That is the Who, right? That's Paul McCartney. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, what do I know? Down the run. Food on the run. The run. <laughs> <laughs> With a man's more fries, please. <laughs> I'm trying to. Have, he's a local guy, level five. He's just one up to me. He took a photo of the Burnham Yacht Harbour and it was just a picture of his girl on a bike in a field. Not of the Burnham Yacht Harbour whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> he, he reviewed uh, Southminster Swimming Pool with the review uh, Locally Clean. Locally Clean? <laughs> well, as opposed to Internationally Clean? <laughs> <laughs> locally Clean. Oh no, but my mistake, his review of the um, the Wickford train station wasn't the Wickford train station, it was Wickford train station, the south exit. <laughs> Just the south exit though, isn't it? Can't drive. <laughs> oh, we've got a review from Shakira. Uh, I wonder if it is the actual Shakira. Great food, <laughs> lovely staff. Is it time for Africa? It is. She, she just wrote Ole Ole after that. These hits are <laughs> Um SSJ Tanning, five stars, worst place I've ever seen. <laughs> nice. Thanks, Shakira. She reviewed some place in Germany with uh, one star. Wouldn't recommend to anyone, ever. Thanks, Shakira. Name a place on the Wickford High Street. Go. Um, uh, Savers. All good one. Save his <clears> health <throat> and beauty. I bet there's going to be a lot of mums reviewing this one. Chaos from floor to ceiling. Too many products. <laughs> Customer bar denials. Thanks, Angela Petri. Or oh, we've got a good one from Robert Wilcox. Local guide. One star. Not been there. <laughs> 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 No. <laughs> Mark Wells gave it three stars. Can you guess what he wrote for his review? Um, 
I fell over the middle aisle and destroyed the Pombers. Shop. <laughs> yes, Mark Wells. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, Mark Wells. No, it's not. It'd be funny if it wasn't a shop, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a mafia okay. organization. So we've got two reviews here from Dave Mitchell on two separate accounts. Are we betting that they're two different Dave Mitchells? Or are they the same Dave Mitchell with different accounts? I'm going to say they're just, the same. He's probably Dave married Mitchell. to Sue Mitchell, born to die. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote, prices are always up and stock's not very good. And they always try to sell you a plastic bag. <laughs> and then uh, a year after that, some savings to be had, but prices do go up and down without notice. I want to look on Robert Wilcox who wrote shop for Israel. I want to look at oh he's got a face. He's got a face and a half. Can I send you a picture of his face? Please don't. Because <laughs> my god, it's a face. It's exactly what you'd expect from a man called Robert Wilcox, who is a local guide level six. Oh, he's a man. Oh, he he do be a man. He do. He's got a badge as a novice photographer. That truly is a face. I don't know what's wrong with him. Uh, super drug. <laughs> Wait, sorry. Oh. One sec. There's there's a review for um Edgelink one, and um it's it's a pretty bog standard review. There's nothing that great in it. But the def- the first sentence of the developer's response is brilliant. It's, um, hey, <laughs> we're sorry your teachers are asking you to do work. <laughs> <laughs> reckon the point of edging is to just sympathize with students. No, but the thing is, is that the only review where they've actually done a developer response? <laughs> All the other ones don't have one. <laughs> but that one does. <laughs> so Robert what was his name I forgot now Robert Wilcox wrote a review for LJ Newman Plumbing and Heating in Upminster um, back BAC <laughs> uh, McDowell Pie Shop in Romford two stars it okay <laughs> all that glitters uh, boutique uh, one star not good <laughs> He's he's left a review as well for the Ladygate Salon in Wickford. Not been there. <laughs> <laughs> he's not been to lots of places. It looks like he reviewed Jackson's. Uh, he reviewed Jackson's Cafe in Romford with a picture of his cake. Too close for comfort. Very nice cake. Thanks, Jackson's. <laughs> this oh, is this cool. is a very. This isn't okay. This review, it may seem controversial because of what it says at the end, but um, actually, from when it was written, it was on the 12th of March, so it wasn't actually um, like a, f- a big thing back then. So, <clears throat> this is for Edgelink. Hello, fellow humans. I gave it a one star because I couldn't give zero. Today, I'm going to be talking about this wreck, all in capitals, wreck of an app, Edgelink. So we were told by our teachers that this app was great for communication. So us being naive little kids downloaded it. And you've got Admiral Akbar over here. It's a trap. 
it's not about communicating with us, all capitals. It's hello, Archie. Sorry, my dog has come upstairs and is looking at me through my door. Um, it's not about communicating with us. It's about communicating with our parents. My fam gets messaged every time I do something wrong and then oh. comes and gets angry at me. Just thank you. I am now on the streets and eating out of the McDonald's bins, hoping to find <laughs> loose fries. All thanks to this app. Oh my gosh. Save your kids' lives, please. Every life matters. <laughs> <laughs> Such a plot twist. <laughs> Quick, name an app on the App Store. Go. Um, oh, I don't know. Um, um, I'm just going to look at Ikea. Zoom. Go Zoom. Oh, well, Zoom's got to have some good ones, doesn't it? Exactly. Deal ratings. Sort by most critical. It's Chinese company was sharing your data with Chinese government without your permission. <laughs> no, not quite, Nanina Patel. <laughs> someone, <laughs> someone called Ice Cream wrote, one star, hate it. Zoom made is going to make me talk to my teachers and I haven't done work in like four months. Thank you, Zoom, for ending my life. Because when my mum finds out, I probably won't be able to talk to my friends till I catch up. Why do adults hate children? <laughs> <laughs> We've got a brilliant phrase in the middle of this review, which is titled, Makes Me Cry All The Time, for Edgelink. <laughs> it's, um, quote, it's like Hitler hates us again. <laughs> which is funny, because that implies that Hitler hated us, then loved us, then now hates <laughs> us again. <laughs> um, <laughs> Someone wrote for Zoom. Um, the fact that a reply to a private in-meeting chat isn't set by default is rubbish. This app is rubbish. It's absolutely dangerous. I fear for my kids. Destroying <laughs> <laughs> oh. my quarantine. For this, I hate it. It's so darn laggy. It won't a top lagging when I call two seconds later I get kicked out the call. It's crap, smiley face. <laughs> Here's a review that was written for Edgelink on the 19th of June, and it might just be one of the most unhelpful things ever. It's four stars. We are now in the coronavirus outbreak, <laughs> suggesting a temporary feature, COVID-19 mode. When the coronavirus is gone, remove the feature. What the hell do you want for this COVID-19 mode anyway? Like, this is not helpful in the slightest. Provide some insight, please. Exactly. Can't just suggest a new feature like that. Just have no input whatsoever. <laughs> Gosh. That's that's ridiculous. Um, we got a review here from um someone. The Zoom said, This has ruined my life on my phone. I've become unstable. <laughs> Balance yourself then. I want to have a look at the ones for Edgelink. See what we've see what important. There are some. It's, it's it's a lot of bad reviews, but most of the stuff is pretty basic. I'm just a guy trying to get out of doing homework. <laughs> <laughs> what what what, a, what did he rate it one star? <laughs> yeah, one star. <laughs> Someone wrote a dictionary definition. They wrote Edgelink, 
bad and gives me brain damage. Noun. Highly unpleasant <laughs> physical sensation caused by illness or injury. She's in great pain. Here we've got um, <clears throat> a five-star review for Angelink, <laughs> written on the 4th of July. <laughs> in the Confusing. And um, five stars. It's titled, Sup, It's Ya Girl. So basically, my guys, and we got a bunch of S's, Meofam, which is a very interesting spell- spelling of that, M-E-O-P-H-A-M, Meofam school were like, yo, yo, hoes, yo, gotta download this app, like, in it, bruv. And I was like, yo, yo, okay, my GS. So yeah, it's an all right app, brothers. Ziz. Brother, brother, ziz. <laughs> People are just imbeciles. What else have we, have we but got? It was written on the 4th of July. So you, you've got to applaud them. <laughs> I like the five star reviews that are just obscenely negative for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you get those people where it's like, um, like they give it a really good review, but they've obviously clicked the stars wrong, so it can be really good and one stars, or really bad and five stars. Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> oh my god, this reviewer's this reviewer's name is a um, penis muncher. <laughs> <What's the review? laughs> um, terrible one star. Homework doesn't show half the time. And why do I have to re-enter my password every five seconds? It's not like this has personal info on it. Actually, it does, which is why I hate Edgelink so much. Because you've got account info there, and it gives you so much stuff about you. And so if anyone gets into your account, they know all that stuff. There is no point in having this button here. So get the bloody hell rid of it. It annoys me. It gives, gives you your address, your postcode, uh, your your gender, your age, because you've got your date of birth, your phone number, like home phone that's registered with the school, and your school email. It's really data sensitive. <laughs> exactly. It's like thank you for giving this out to everybody. Remember, we tried to hack into Max's. Oh, that was funny. We it was very it was. You tried the password. I'm old Greg Motherlicker, didn't you? Yeah. I thought that was a school one. A lot of these buttons don't actually work, which is quite funny. I haven't been on here in ages. Oh, oh, I hate. I haven't. I'm not even going to touch it. I, I, you don't. Someone never want to see this again. (laughs) Most helpful. Parents' evening booking function doesn't appear in web browser. Shouldn't be great, isn't? Thank you. Thank you for children. Thank you very much. They've taken out the attendance button. Oh no! So they've they've taken out and like added in so many different buttons, but the account info is still there. Like, what the hell is wrong with these people? Because they're absolute idiots. Edge link review. It's not very good. What what what's ridiculous is the settings button. So you've got manage iCal or log out. So you go into manage iCal and there's literally nothing here. Name, timetable. No you cannot change that. Toggle. Is my name timetable? 
No clue what that is. Copy, what and you've got a button. Do? I don't know, it does nothing. <laughs> Name, calendar, toggle, copy, imports, add. <laughs> is that like... The thing is, it doesn't even get rid of the timetable. If you co- toggle it, it's still there. It even tells you what it is. <laughs> Oh, they've they've changed and removed so many buttons that originally all the buttons were different colours. Exactly. Got, now you've got roughly one, two, three, four, five bluish buttons, three green exactly. buttons, two purple ones, and an orange and pink one. There was like a yellow... There was yellow stuff. There was a bunch of different stuff. And don't even get me started on the communicator tab. Oh, no, it's... Oh, it's... Because it's bugged out and you... And it, doesn't fit. You can't filter the messages. You can't click on any of the other ones. You can't set. You if you send messages, oh, it's a nightmare. Oh, but what, you can have head of houses. What's no? What's terrible is a calendar tab, because oh, where okay. it starts is you just see a calendar, and at the top you've got add event. So you can click a day, but how do you know what's happening there? Because nothing comes up. Oh wait, you have to scroll down. How would you know you have to scroll down? You don't, because there's no indication. There's no scroll bar or anything. You... Oh, it's... Ages it took me to figure out that I had to scroll down because there was no indication whatsoever. And yet alone the bloody mail, like, notification tab, you have to go onto something, you come off it to mark it as red, and you've still got a notification for that same thing. Oh... What a bunch of Nazism. I know. Oh, it's it's so painful. It's so painful. Ah, pain. Pain. All the can name a thing on the high street. Go. Um. Um. Uh. Um. Cousins or cousins or however you say it. That patisserie. Oh yeah, that's the bakery. It's it's very nice. It's very nice though. It is nice. Reviews. Do we have any negative ones? Oh, someone wrote Johnny P as in P E E. No, no, it's Johnny P P. What can I say? Why wear gloves if you are going to handle food and money with the same gloves on? Are they just to keep your hands clean? Throw pasty in the bin so we cannot comment on it. Uh, someone wrote apologies for the late reply, but thank you for bringing this to it to my attention. I've rectified the issue. <laughs> Michael Harding, one star. Didn't say anything. Response from the owner. Sorry we didn't ex- we sorry we didn't meet your expectations, Michael. No, you didn't. You bunch of Nazis. The Wickford High Street is a sad place to be, I, I can tell you that for free. It is. <laughs> I think that's purely because of the people though. Yeah, mm. because they're all awful people. Everyone in Wickford is bad. Edulink one. Let's. I like how it obviously got such bad reviews, but I'm not going to do anything about it. Of course not. We should get. We should get uh, our podcast fans to review um, Edulink app. <laughs> that would be fun, wouldn't it? I think we got it, podcast. That's the name of the thing you're listening to, mate. Check your privilege. We come up first on the thing. 
Exactly, because that is how talented we are as human beings. Five star reviews. In the original description for the podcast, we said we were going to have film commentaries, reviews, reactions, stories, guests, and games. So far, we've had film commentaries. We've had stories. (laughs) We've had guests. We've had games. Now we just need to do reviews and reactions. We've kind of done reactions. Well, Minions 2 Rise of Groove will be a reaction, won't it? Yeah. And Will's musical uh, fun times count as a reaction, isn't it? Well, it may be. Maybe. Oh, well, is is this in the future? Or, like, present? In 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 some point. When do you want to do that? Should we... Shall we? Shall we do um, for next week's episode? Shall we start on your musical adventures? We can do. Should we have? Should we get? Should we get Max in for that one as well? I'm happy. Yeah, I don't mind. But yeah, because because you can meet up with as many households as you like, as long as you're a meter away. Yay! Thanks, Boris. And Will is going to have a deep dive. We're not, we're not going to have to do that much work, really, are we? Because we're just going to be listening to music. You're yeah. going to be doing the work. I'm talking about. Well, we can give our opinions on it as well, and hopefully, <coughs> this will be really good for expanding our audience to um, yeah. old men. It would, and also me, an aspiring composer who's spending countless hours moaning. At the piano, because what I thought sounded good yesterday no longer sounds good today. I might be able to pick up on some good progressions or some chord progressions that I absolutely despise. Or even a term that I call the death of music, which is just something that sounds so cacophonous, it should be burnt off the face of the earth. Can you... Can you name an example of the death of music? Um, literally any mumble rap is the death of music. That's, that's very true. Luckily, you won't have to listen to any mumble rap. Thank crud. We won't be putting it on any pot smoke for you. That's really Thank true. you. Also, if you go up to a keyboard and just start tapping, like hitting random notes... Like, just get your two index fingers and start hitting randomly. That is also pretty cacophonous. And, of course, the death of music. Isn't that what playing chopsticks is? Oh, I hate chopsticks. Don't get me started on chopsticks. Ugh. The worst part is every phone company used to have it to their, for their hold music until they realized, oh, we can have whatever song we want. So they all use that one song by Anne-Marie. I know, it's like, well, I just don't do chopsticks, it's so bad. You know what's even worse is like, I figured out how to play it by ear. I didn't even have sheet music, I just, oh. And it was so painful when I was like, hang on a minute, that's chopsticks. Oh, it was painful, so painful. You wouldn't like But it. it's not the death of music, thankfully. It's, it's just bad. some musicality to it. Indeed. Just a bit oh. boring. So yes, in those musical adventures, if anything gets the accolade, the death of music, you know it's pretty bad. We should have a scoring system. Indeed. We should have the the button you rate each album at the end so we can compile a list of your favourite. And the, the bottom one will be death of music. The middle one will be... What would the middle one be? 
of yeah, it's all possible. right. Possible. <laughs> possible. And the top one is uh absolutely cracking. We cannot do that. <laughs> um, the top one should um the top one should be um what should the top one be? Um, I'm trying to think of a, a good reference. Marvelous Minims. <laughs> that is a way to review oh. a song. Does it have Marvelous oh, Minims? Marvelous Minims. <laughs> this song is not good. It doesn't have Marvelous Minims. <laughs> Frank appalled if there were no Marvelous Minims in this music. Oh, dear. Oh, God, that's sad, isn't it's it? such an old person thing to say. <laughs> It was an absolutely marvellous this... minim. <laughs> Shall we just call the top one marvellous minim? <laughs> just for the just for the sheer fun of it. For the fun of it. The most mar- so, actually no, no, that's gotta be a separate title. The most marvellous minim. So that's the album that yeah, had that, the that most marvellous minim. The, <laughs> so the, the top score should be um wait, can it, can the top one be totally tubular? Yes. <laughs> So it's either the death of music, <laughs> passable, or totally tubular. <laughs> or what's your favourite album right now? Um, I don't know. Got no clue. What's your favourite video game soundtrack of all time? Well, video game soundtrack. You're probably probably looking at Super Mario Galaxy Two. Would maybe? you call it? Would you call it totally tubular? I would call that totally tubular. Well, actually, no, I might go for the first one, actually. Even though there's some good ones for the second, I'll go for the first. I'm going to make you a um a table in which you can review each album. Oh, thank we, you. Should we make a table which has each song of each album in it? Or can we be bothered? Or should we be bothered for that? Um, That will probably take quite some time to do that. Especially because I, I do pontificate when ranking stuff. So yeah, best yeah. <laughs> best not. We'll just have a column for favorite song. Indeed, <laughs> the most marvelous minim. <laughs> the most marvelous minim on this minute, uh, my, the most marvelous minim on this minute microcosm of music. That's a good way to say the best song on this album. That is the most marvelous minim on this minute microcosm of music. Is Dun, 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 it's chopsticks. Every song, chopsticks. <laughs> every album, chopsticks. <laughs> does the album have chop, chop, chopsticks in it? No. Too bad it does now. It does now. You changed the course of music forever. <laughs> it's almost marvelous minims. My minims are more marvelous than yours could ever be. <laughs> absolute racist. <laughs> you absolute crotchet. You Quaver. You remember when Quaver came out with a new flavour? This is not music, oh, by the way, it's a crisp. Shot, that was shot down quickly, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> everyone went, oh, I've, 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 I've never had it, I just kept to the, kept to the cheese. Don't bother. Rubbish. <laughs> oh, I've got some exciting news, by the way. Oh, yes. Um, Edinburgh Fringe is looking forward to having us. <laughs> <laughs> they probably say that to everyone 
because I'm of them. Oh, and we've been validated for the next level of the uh, England Arts Council funding. Oh, huzzah. So, um, yeah, we need to, um, but also when we apply for funding through the next stage, we need to go through a risk checking process. So I'm not quite sure what that means. But if they have to listen to this podcast, we might as well do it right now. Risk checking process. What risks do we pose? We pose what? a lot of risks, probably. Well, like imagine to people's ears and eyes and sight. Indeed. Just excited to start. Shall we play one final game before we go? Uh, yes. Should, what? Right. What game should we play? Should we play? We've done the noun segment a lot, and we do the noun segment most episodes. Should we mix it up with a game of the birds like potato waffle game? We haven't <laughs> played that in a while, have we? Yeah, sure. First time we played that. Last time we played that was like say third episode of lockdown. Are you ready? No, it was later than that. Was it? I don't think we played it for ages. It was later than that. Can't remember anymore. It's been too long. <clears throat> Taz! But anyway, it's the Bird's Eye Potato <laughs> Waffle game. And to avoid copyright, the Potato Lattice game. <laughs> the huge lattice structure of potato. And not a Buckminster Fullerene. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's <clears throat> our potato waffles, waffly versatile. They go with chips. Beans. Lamb. Cold beans. <laughs> <laughs> I have to do beans is beans. <laughs> oh, call back. Sick. That's <laughs> our potato waffles, waffly versatile. They go with mint sauce. Mayonnaise. Curry. Tomatoes. Chicken. Rather beans. Rice. Eggs. Amsterdam. No. Penguins. That, that's not a food. <laughs> Neither Amsterdam. was Amsterdam. No, peng- penguins are a food. It's a biscuit. Biscuit, but Amsterdam is Amsterdam not. is not a food. At least not yet. Hard hitting information here on the podcast. Sorry to break it to you. Amsterdam <laughs> is not a food. Birds I take waffles, waffles first time. They go with curry. Waffles. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can we end it on that? We can end it on that. Great note to end on. (laughs) Immortalize your painful, painful disillusion. No, I can't believe I did that. God, that's a rookie. But say, what do waffles go with? Waffles? Yeah, sure. <laughs> right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to this abysmal episode of the Low Budgets. I think we got a podcast. Uh, <sighs> thank you for listening to our waffle. Uh, don't eat Ray. cold beans. Don't drink yellow snow. <laughs> uh, and guess what? I, I think, think we got it. Old. I mean, you could get two of them, can't you?